Hello and welcome to the Drop Everything podcast. Today I'm joined by Trisha Nichols, who supports Juliet Austin, the head of Equity and Belonging. Hi. Uh, that's a fun team to be on, I bet. Oh yeah, it is a lot of fun. Uh, I've worked on like the tech, the actual tech side of you know tech companies mostly, so this has been. Uh, just a refreshing change of pace, totally new perspectives. I'm loving it so far. Yeah. Where were you before Zillow? Uh, I worked at Amazon uh, before this. Specifically, I worked in the org that basically invents devices. So, you know, the the notoriously bad Fire Phone that never <laughs> picked off the ground. Uh, the way more successful Alexa, like that's that's what our teams teams were doing. Very cool. And uh, I asked you before, because this is going to be the spooky episode for the year, if you're into spooky stuff, and you really were. So I'm excited to record this with you. Yes. And we were just talking about movies. What is uh, what's been your favorite horror movie of the year? Uh, So my favorite horror movie of the year has actually been uh, Nope, uh, the newer film by Jordan Peele. Nice. I that um, I just really like the sort of psychological horror or uh, horror that has a lot of uh, sort of allegories and things happening behind the scenes that you're like, okay, he's trying to say something here that's not directly what he's saying. What is it? Yeah, <laughs> uh, I liked so I, it. I'm, I'm into that. I'm all into that. Yeah, it felt very you? like sci-fi action as well. Um, I Have you seen Barbarian yet? I have not seen Barbarian yet. I think that's my favorite. It's it's campy, so it's got that like campy horror comedy, but it's got its creepy moments. And they just did an amazing job of keeping the whole story basically out of the trailer. So going into it, even if you watch the trailer, you won't really know what to expect at all. I I love that. Have you noticed uh, there has been a trend of trailers where the entire movie is spoiled in the trailer? Yes, I hate that. You're kind of like, okay, why would I spend, you know, $20 to go see the movie now? Yep, I, I hate it to the point where usually I avoid watching trailers. I think I watched the Barbarian one just because I had not heard of it at all before a friend linked it to me. Um, and, you know, we were going with other friends just for like a fun night out and it ended up being so enjoyable. And they even hide like, ugh, I don't want to spoil it too much, but they hide like the main actors that you would know from it as well. So as soon as like the big actor showed up on screen, everyone in the audience kind of like laughed and clapped because no one expected it. I, I'm i definitely going to have to check that out. I also love uh, campy stuff. So I'll I'll be adding that to my list. Yeah, it's good comedy camp, but it's definitely got a, a good amount of horror in it, too. So speaking of horror, for this episode, for the Halloween episode, we're going to go back and forth and tell a couple uh, haunted stories that are from either our hometowns or where we lived. Um, I think we're both in the Washington area now, right? Yeah, uh, and I've so I've been in Seattle for about the past 10 years, but I uh, grew up in central and eastern Washington. Um and my family has been here a pretty long time, too. So very, very well established in the uh, Pacific Northwest. You know, the, the local poonwars, as they call us. <laughs> <laughs> nice. You've, you've also had to cope with the smoke the past couple of days. It's It's been so bad. I'm thrilled that it's raining today. I Today is the day that I put away my AC. Unheard of in Seattle. <laughs> like yeah, I'm... I'm- 
unheard of. It was so bad. I mean, we had the worst air quality in the world for a couple days in a row. And we were sitting at like 250 something, whereas second place was only like not even 200. We were just like leaps and bounds ahead of how bad the air was here for a couple days. Yeah. And I, you know, typical of most people in the Seattle, I have a dog. And so he's definitely been stir crazy because it's just been like, we're only going outside for your business. We're not staying out here longer. Whereas normally it'd be like, you know, we'll just take a 30 to hour walk around the neighborhood. So, yeah, I was thrilled this morning when I saw like the green air quality, um, like like there were literally articles coming out of how it's healthier to breathe the air through a cigarette filter, you know, smoking a cigarette <laughs> and having that filter than just going outside breathing. And then you see people smoking cigarettes outside and you're like, oh, yeah. oh no. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'm fighting for fresh air here. I just right. Well, Trisha, why don't you, uh, do you want to kick us off with your uh, haunted Washington or Seattle story? Sure. Uh, So this is going to be a story uh, in eastern Washington. Uh, Not not quite eastern Washington. So the the northeastern part, like where the Colville Reservation uh, is up in the mountains along the, the border of Canada, uh, and my grandparents lived up there for a long time. Uh, and they lived next to these, uh, I'm not, I can't quite remember because I was, a, you know, a little kid. They were like either train tracks or like old logging trails that weren't used anymore. Um, and I used to play out there all the time. And my mom hated when I went out there alone and she would always make me, take one of my brothers with me. Uh, and there was one particular time where uh, it's during the winter, it's Washington. So it's like three 30 and already dark outside. Uh, and I was uh, acting out, decided to go out into the tracks. And I took my dad's uh, big flashlight. It's like uh, one of those flashlights you keep in your cars for emergencies. And I walked out to these tracks and there was a farm. They had a few cows. It, it wasn't a lot of cows and they were I don't know, pretty a decent ways away, like maybe five to 10 miles away from where we were. And this time when I walked out there uh, along these tracks, there were like three or four dead cows and they were basically frozen in place because it was, you know, it was winter. It was so cold outside. Uh, and I couldn't figure out how I was like being a nosy kid, read a lot of, you know, encyclopedias and books, definitely a huge nerd. So my first thought was not like, Oh, this is terrifying. My first thought was like, I need to investigate and figure <laughs> out how they died. <laughs> oh, I would have been gone. Also, I was not expecting a personal story. So this is great. <laughs> yes, this is, this is a real. This is a real story based on real people. The names. <laughs> the names have been changed to protect their privacy. <laughs> no one will ever know. No one will ever know. Um, yeah, so I'm definitely the first person dying in a real horror movie because I'm like, mm, let's go check out that noise. I'm, you know, I'm not leaving the house immediately. <laughs> uh, but the th- so I was looking at these cows and I couldn't figure out what had happened. The thing that freaked me out the most was when I got. To their heads n- none of them had any eyes oh my god it looked like their eyes had been scooped out with a melon baller 
and I was maybe like eight or nine when this happened. And that was the final straw for Kidney. And I just started crying and I ran back into, I ran back into the house. I was like crying to my mom. My mom, of course, was like, I told you not to go. Uh, So they didn't go out that night, but um, it was like my mom and my grandpa went out there in the morning and the cows were gone. Hmm. There was nothing there. Those are not easy to move. <laughs> they're yeah. They're <laughs> and to this day, my mom still thinks I made up that story. She's wow. like, you just did that to get attention. That is wild. I wonder if, I mean, my brain always, I love like humoring creepy thoughts, right? I get easily creeped yes. out. I love horror, everything. But obviously my brain is, you know, we're at Zillow. Like, you know, you try to come up with like, the scientific explanation it's like do eyes often decay first did an animal eat them you know what i mean right yeah and there's uh there are you know wild cats uh and mountain lions up there and also you know bears there's a lot of predator wolves and stuff so i was like okay yeah it could easily be a predator but why would they just take the yeah and the um, moving of the cows is just as concerning because they're huge animals like they're not yeah. easy to move around unless the farmer got busy at night and was like all right time to finally <laughs> dispose of this it could be yeah they're they're decaying the guys looking for his cows is like oh you know maybe they just froze to death out here got some tractors and just moved moved them early in the morning yeah wow well Mine isn't personal, <laughs> but, okay. but I didn't. I didn't do personal one. I had a. I just did some research on some Washington ones that were creepy, and I found a really interesting one. Are you familiar with Port Townsend? Yes. So I can't say I've ever been there, but what a cool story of like hauntings all over. Um, and I went with this because it's not one specific story, but just like so much that has happened in this one town. Um, so apparently in the seventeen and eighteen hundreds, it was a huge hustle bustle port, right? Like in my head, I'm picturing something almost like piratey, right? That like a lot of like transients are coming through here for trade. Um, the area that you're coming into for trade is kind of kind of grungy, rough. And then there's obviously like the more rich area that is removed from this. So right. you just had all these weird instances of uh, a couple suicides, right? Where, you know, a girl jumps off one of the most renowned hotels there when her lover doesn't return from sea, um, one of the mayors in the rich area that was that had this castle built for him had his son commit suicide there. Um, and they, oh my God. Yeah, they ran into some really rough economic times at one point. So, you know, the, the trade population started to fall off. A, a railroad that was supposed to be built here didn't happen. So there was a lot of just, uh, you know, shady dealings there just to make money. Uh, supposedly legends of you know like cultist activity like satanists that were like practicing there when times got rough um yeah and then they opened up like a correctional facility there was like a military base um that was used as a correctional facility with all these like underground tunnels in it that i mean any underground tunnels are gonna be creepy but (laughs) of course right stories start yeah, stories starting to come up of like what the facility was actually used for, you know, like the military building opening up there in this like transient city that was kind of run down on its luck. You know, it's like, what's going on there? Um, 
And then one of the most famous hotels there that's still open that talks about its hauntings used to be a brothel and like the spirit of these like women that would never leave and, you know, people that were kidnapped there to work on uh, boats and go overseas for these pirates. Like, it just seemed like a city that was just plagued with like anywhere you wanted to go. If you wanted to do a haunted tour, you can just go there and kind of like point in a direction. (laughs) You can just take yourself on a on a haunted tour no no guide needed it's all yeah you. yeah basically so i mean it kind of like piqued my interest i was like maybe it would be like fun to visit and see some of these like buildings of this city that just you know is so surrounded by weird happenings i so i've been to port townsend before uh it used to be uh, a couple of my friends and i one of them had parents who lived on port townsend and so we would go over there for the 4th of July to light off uh, fireworks. Um, so that's my personal experience with Port Townsend. It's a really cute town. I never did much research onto like the hauntings and stuff. It, it was just a place where I could, my friends and I could go do fireworks outside. So. <laughs> <laughs> not, well, not a very scary uh very scary story yeah glad you didn't uh, experience any of the hauntings that went on there but you know i'm sure people like pull that in for some uh, tourist attractions as well right it's like how can we get people here oh absolutely i i live close to pioneer square in downtown seattle and it's a you know there's a big uh tourism thing they have going on down there there's the underground tours from you know, when new Seattle was built on top of old Seattle, there's still some of the original structures down there. Uh, a lot of, there are a lot of ghost tours uh, down there in general, too. I see them happening <laughs> all the time. And uh, some of them, some of them are believable, like, uh, you know, people getting uh, buried alive or... Because of the sort of like water issues that Pioneer Square has always had, um, people basically drowning, uh, and then their spirits haunt the streets. Dun dun dun. And if you go down there, if you go down there regularly, you're you can you can see it. You can feel that it's a little bit off. But there are a lot of times where it's like. Yeah, you know, they're they're hyping up sort of the spooky, <laughs> like, underground, low-lit remnants of old Seattle to to make a buck off of it. And yeah, yeah. It's I, don't, probably I, don't some... blame, I don't blame them for it. No, no, it's all in fun, right? <laughs> uh, are you doing anything fun for Halloween? Uh, so I'm, I'm doing some really uh, very millennial stuff for Halloween. So the Seattle Pacific Science Center is having a my chemical romance a laser oh fun show <laughs> so i'm doing that on friday um and then saturday i'm going to it's sort of like a like a queer house party and i'm i'm hosting like a fake uh I'm helping them out with doing like a fake demon summoning, but we can't use actual fire. So we've got like LED <laughs> candles and just like, mm-hmm. it's not going to be serious at all because of the, it's in a super old building. Um, and so we have to adhere to a lot of like fire, uh, very yeah, specific keep, codes. So keep the demon summoning safe. 
Just keep the demon summoning safe. Yeah, so it's going to be very silly, not like serious or uh, spooky at all. Yeah, that sounds like fun. We're going to, um, the I'm going with my friends to this Halloween soiree that um, they've Ooh. rented like a, kind of like this big old castle-ish building, I think, in Seattle. It's not too far from me on Capitol Hill, actually. And they have like a little bar. So you get like three cocktails that are like spooky themed cocktails for the night. And you walk around the little like castle or giant house they rented and like experience different like little haunted house room settings and try to like put together the story of these ghosts that haunt the place. You know, it's basically like a haunted house with cocktails. (laughs) That sounds super fun. Yeah. So I'm excited. Hopefully it'll be good. Have you done it before? Is this like a new thing? No, I haven't. You know what? I love horror stuff, but I've never been to a haunted house because I got too scared. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this year, my friends are like, "One, well, this is one with this isn't even like a traditional haunted house, right? We get cocktails in the bar and you walk around and look at stuff with a bunch of other people. So this is kind of like my entry point where we're going to do this. So so my my guess is that you haven't done the Georgetown morgue. I have not. Although, funny story about it, we almost went for a morale event at Zillow years ago. Um, you know, we were just coming up with a morale event, and I was like, what about this? And this is when I was supporting Svenja, and she loves horror stuff, too. Um, and she was pregnant at the time, so I was like, oh, I was yeah. like, you're pregnant, we probably shouldn't. She's like, no, 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 I'm good. I was like, <laughs> I was like, actually, I'm probably not. I'm pretty scared. Yeah. <laughs> you're trying to find excuses, and you're yeah. just like, no, it's been me the whole time. I was trying to make it not about me, but... <laughs> basically it's like actually it's me that's the problem here but no but uh we ended up going a different route and we had a really fun time we rented a little bus and we went to like a haunted corn maze type thing so we did like the corn maze and got some you know popcorn and stuff and went to a little wine tasting after oh that's super fun yeah it was cute well trisha this has been great thank you for joining me today yeah absolutely and until next time remember to always have a plan and be ready to drop everything. Okay, I love it because your cat also meowed during it. <laughs> <laughs> that was not. Oh my gosh. Usually so I'll do two. Or, <laughs> usually I'll do two or three takes, but I'm keeping that one. That one. <laughs> We're like, uh, uh, perfect. Cat was so ready for 15 